Welcome to Your Life Choices. This is John Deeks and Kay Fowley. Welcome along to a very special edition because we're going to talk to Dr. Greg Luboroski and hopefully Lubo Mursky. Oh, Greg, please tell us how you say it. Hello, hello, Greg Luboroski. <laughs> Welcome along to Your Life Choices podcast, sir, and uh, thank you so much for giving up your time to speak to us about osteoporosis, a very important subject to many of our listeners. Thank you to you. Tell us, first of all, the incidence of bone fractures is, is high. Is it a situation that's becoming more prevalent or is it under control? No, it's definitely not under control, obviously, with aging population and with underdiagnosis and under-treatment, especially in treating the incidence. Uh, we anticipate this year will be more than 165,000 fractures happening in the community. Oh, my goodness gracious me. And there is a particular age group that you find more prevalent than others? Obviously, the older the population, the more fractures are occurring. But anyone over the age of 50 is really need to look at the risk factors for osteoporosis and need to assess their bone health and to make sure that uh, they actually talk to the doctor. We at Osteoporosis Australia have a very good diagnostic uh, tool uh, which is knowyourbones.org.au, which in five to ten minutes one can assess the actual status of the bone health, and That's then pretty clever, Greg. Yeah, is that knowyourbones.org.au? And what will people find on that website, uh, Greg? Well, basically, it's uh, an assessment of your risk factors for osteoporosis. It takes into consideration your history, your current bone health, your risk factors, and then it generates a report which can be discussed with your doctor. And that's pretty good indication of where you're at uh, with regard to uh, risk for future fractures or indeed osteoporosis. So, Dr. Greg, I have um, a bone density test on an annual basis. That's because of a health issue. Age over 50, over 60, how often should people have that density check? Well, I suppose if you for the age of 70, you could look at maybe every two years uh, and if you continue to be free of any risk factors or your bone mineral density is normal potentially five years old after the age of 70, which is actually independent risk factor for osteoporosis. You probably need to have it more often. Uh, but if one uh, has the risk factors, and obviously uh, in the range of bone density, which is uh, really uh, either concerning or, or dangerous, then the bone mineral density test should be repeated at least once a year. Okay. And are there things... I watch my husband climb up a ladder oh, and I, I don't know dear. whether to shoot him and kill him or wait till he falls. Um, what, <laughs> what Are there things we should simply not do? We don't necessarily consider climbing up the ladders or mountains with the respect specifically for osteoporosis. Though among the men, I know the respect uh, significant for as you said, for falling and killing yourself. Yeah. But but I think uh, one needs to, if one has a 
low bone density and uh, fragility fracture, one needs to avoid falling down. So there are good sort of common sense measures like doing um, uh, high-intensity weight-bearing exercise to keep your balance right, to keep your muscle strength right. Obviously, uh, adequate uh, dietary intake uh, where you can get enough calcium and some potential, you know, arrangement in the house where you can have uh, less chances falling down. That's kind of a common sense arrangement that one can do in order to avoid falling. Uh, and obviously, once you have a fracture, once you diagnose with osteoporosis, I think we need to understand that calcium and vitamin D is not enough. Exercise might not be enough. You need to actually seek um, a doctor's opinion and potentially implement treatment pharmaceuticals. Uh, Greg, uh, tell me, is osteoporosis more prevalent in men or women? Well, it's definitely more prevalent in women. Uh, certainly after the age of 50 or postmenopausal age, women more prone to have osteoporosis because of the loss of estrogen. Men uh, certainly uh, are not uh, avoiding the issue with osteoporosis broken bones, but it's less prevalent because it happens at a later stage in men rather than the, uh, in uh, early in women. And diet... Uh, we talk about the proper dietary intake. Uh, are we going back to oily fish and Drink nuts and um, sort of good green veg? What's what's number one on in the shopping basket? Well, uh, if you talk about calcium, obviously uh, dietary intake of uh, milk, uh, yogurt, uh, cheese is all good. Uh, you need to have at least three full servings a day. And obviously, it's a good prophylactic exercise since you one is young and continuing through your lifetime. Uh, and uh, obviously, another factor is adequate amount of vitamin D, which can be safe exposure to sunlight. Uh, and it's also very important. However, I need to stress that even with the appropriate amount of calcium, appropriate amount of vitamin D, uh, a lot of people would still develop osteoporosis because, you know, there are, there are genetic factors that you can't change unless you want to change your parents. Uh, and, and that's obviously uh, important to understand that osteoporosis is not just about calcium and vitamin D, it's about structure of your bones, it's about, you know, childhood sort of intake, uh, of protein and uh, nutrients, and all of these factors play a role. So it's very important to assess your risk factors, to make sure you actually seek advice of the doctor, and that can be done now very easily because we've got this knowyourborn.org.au, and then what's important, we have solutions now. We have many good suitable solution that can reduce the risk of fracture between, you know, 30 to 70% in people who either don't have fracture yet or indeed already have a fracture and it would reduce the consequent incidence of fracture. That's a real achievement. So it sounds at any age, your Life Choices members should jump on 
knowyourbones.org.au mm-hmm. and do the assessment and then they can arm themselves with the right knowledge to go forward to a GP or wherever else they can get support. Doctor, thank you so much indeed for giving up your time to our members today. We do appreciate it and uh, do recommend that, as Kay said, go to knowyourbones.org.au to, to know more. Thank you very much for your time. It is very important. And I've got a question for you. Yes. You know how you were mentioning and Dr. Greg were mentioning about vitamin D? Yes. What has the most amount of vitamin D apart from God's own son? Oh, something I like. Is something I like? Oh, well, I hope so. Yes. What do you think has? What vegetable has the most? Or I was about to say chocolate. No. <laughs> uh, mushrooms. I don't like mushrooms. We oh, see now. <laughs> see. Well, if I, I just saw this program on Landline about mushrooms and how you know vita- they was have it a mushroom grower who said that? It John? Might, it, might, it might have been right. It okay. might have been, but anyway, uh-huh. mm. look, that that is probably one of the most important uh, discussions we've had about um, uh, looking after your bones because it is. Very important for our members, especially. Uh, how cool is the website, John? This is a. It's free. It's available, <laughs> and you can. And crack even in I could there, understand and it. And even you can understand it. I'm going on. I'm going to check my bone health now. On knowyourbones.org.au. Perfect. Okay, let's do an arm wrestle, you and me. <laughs> Till next time, folks, uh, thank you so much for uh, listening along to Your Life Choices. We'll be along next time with another interesting guest and hopefully some relevant information to help you in your life as well. But from me, John Deeks. And Kay Fallick. Stay well, stay happy. See you next time. Mm